Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. In case someone's having to negotiate with Zuckerberg, good luck. The guy has access to all your data, right? He reads all your private messages with your mistresses. Hi, this is Alexander Vitkin. In this video, you will find out the truth behind the Facebook privacy scandal that's been in the news in the last or last couple of weeks. And you will find out how you can profit from it as a business owner or how you can lose lots of money if you don't know what's going on and if you don't know how to respond to this or what to do about it. Now, make no mistake, Facebook is the biggest platform for advertisers in the world and it's one of the most important companies for change and for entrepreneurship in the whole world. So what's going on with Facebook is pretty important. Now, as you know, I never talk about politics on my YouTube channel. I'll make a small exception today only and that is because it's highly related to business. And I'll uh, explain how it all came to be and how it matters to you and how you can make money from it. Or at least not to lose money from this whole scandal. So let's start with the beginning. Let's talk about Facebook. So Facebook is obviously a company. It's a publicly listed company and their primary focus is profit, right? That's what companies do. They make a profit and that's a good thing because if they didn't make a profit, they wouldn't exist and all those people would lose their jobs. So everything around profit, right? So the whole thing around profit, this is the ads, it's done with ads. Everything around profit is to contribute to the profit. So they have something like community engagement. That's very important. That's gonna to contribute to the profit and how much money they make with the ads because people see more ads, more people see more ads, more money to Facebook, more money to the shareholders. So there's many other things that uh, contribute to Facebook. Obviously, we're not gonna discuss all of them. This is not one of those super long videos anyway, but uh, this is key, okay? You need to understand that Facebook runs on ads and the profit is based on ads. Now, how do they make profit on ads? They've created the world's most sophisticated, as far as I know, this is the world's most sophisticated system to get people to come to their platform, stay on their platform for many years, and then convert to sales. So it's basically, it's a behavior change uh, shop for advertisers, right? You join this platform as an advertiser, and there's a system where you can talk to the exact right person and get them to buy from you, okay? So this converts into sales for companies, right? Crucial that you understand this connection here. It's very important to understand the connection between the profit and the system and the sales, okay? It's very important that you understand that. So just a quick disclaimer, obviously this is all personal opinion and doesn't necessarily mean that this is exactly how companies work. So please don't sue me, Facebook. But essentially, everything that's built around the profit is of secondary importance. Yes, you are not the most important person on Facebook. The most important for person on Facebook is a stakeholder. And again, this is a good thing. This, call, this means the company is doing a good job and it's being run efficiently. Now, the way its profits work is actually quite interesting. Uh, you can explain it in, in several different ways. Let me just make some space here. So Facebook, so Facebook shows you ads and these ads are controlled by an AI 
let's call it, uh, you know, who knows how this thing works. You can also call it uh, algorithm, okay? It doesn't matter, you can call it the one or the other, just names. So this has been created by humans and maybe even some kind of machine learning, but essentially what this does is get the right people to do the right thing on the website based on what the advertisers want and what they want the sales. So now that we know that, so we need to action and then sales, right? So what we need to know here is uh, the ads there and all of this here, it's fueled by data, right? It's all about data. And what's happening now is governments are starting to realize, I mean, they've realized a while ago, but they're really starting to realize now that Facebook is bigger in uh, market capitalization than some GDPs of Western countries. Now they're starting to realize that data is actually quite valuable. This is actually very valuable. And there's a transfer of power going on. So let's get to the next point. The data, it can get people to do stuff, right? So it can make people take action and this can lead to sales. Now for governments, for them, it doesn't lead to sales. What a government does with data is something completely different. Uh, yes, it leads to action, but it doesn't lead to sales, it leads to power. So these are two things. They're not mutually exclusive, but governments want primarily power and sure also money, but money comes from people, you know, you just tax them. Uh, but the, what they primarily want is power. Now, the way the data is used can either lead to sales inside the capitalistic system or to power, which again is not mutually exclusive, right? So who controls the data and how they control the data, how they're allowed to control the data can cause a shift. You can either go more towards sales or more towards weird uses of data where you get people to do other things, right? So during, apparently during an election or something like that in the United States, again, I'm not, you know, going to talk about politics too much, but during election in the United States, apparently some data was misused somehow, okay? So um, someone used data to get more power. So they get, got people to take action to get more power. Uh, what capitalists, what business owners use the data for is sales. And this is a, a marketplace where Facebook essentially created a marketplace where anyone can get sales, where anyone can make money from it, right? So this is a very nice, clean system. And you know, it's, it's what you deserve, that's what you get. Whereas this, this is a problem. This is data being used uh, for political gain, for, for power essentially. So essentially the quote unquote governments, they've decided that we want the power to go to us, or we don't want you to have the power of all those people, of all the data, all those eyeballs, because it can be abused. Now, here's the interesting part. They're using two arguments. Argument number one is safety. And argument number two is privacy, right? So this, it seems interesting, right? Wouldn't you want more safety? We're doing this for your safety. We're doing this for the safety of the community. We're keeping the community safe so you're happier, right? And privacy is essentially who has access to the data, right? Who has access to the data? Because data can lead to power. Now, once you start playing with privacy, 
as a government, of course, they have a massive amount of data. In fact, the way a government uses data, so government, the way they use data is they try to convert it into power and safety. So basically the governments, they were quite okay with Facebook having all this data, you know, more tax dollars, people buy more stuff, more tax dollars. However, once the data started being used by one of their competitors, apparently, they say, suddenly it's a problem because someone else can get the power, someone else has access to the data. What are we gonna do now? Now we need to regulate the data. We need to put data in a box and potentially the data will be yes, less usable to the guys who wanna convert it into sales, who wanna convert it into money, to something that contributes to society. Suddenly it's less useful. They wanna cut the ties there, so less uh, of the data goes towards money and more of the data goes towards where it quote unquote belongs with the governments. Let's be honest here, okay? Who here is really super shy about Facebook having anonymous data about the kind of stuff that you like? Who is really super shy about it? Who's super defensive about it? Honestly, no one smart that I know really cares about the whole safety thing. Like, let's just, let's just let people post whatever they want, wherever they want, almost, you know, there's a limit, of course, when it comes to violence, different issue, or getting people to commit violent acts, different issue, but within reason, you know, within reason, safety is not really an issue and privacy is not really an issue, okay? So privacy, we don't really care if Facebook knows that we like ponies, right? In terms of safety, as long as no one's threatening us or telling people to commit murder or whatever, or suicide for that matter, you know, safety is not really an issue. It's kind of a political issue, but it's not really an issue that people struggle with, at least smart people. So they're using, essentially what they're doing is they're using the safety and the privacy as a vehicle, as an excuse essentially, to get people to stand up and demand privacy and safety. Do people really care about it? I would say no. Honestly, who the fuck cares about this shit? It's just the platforms and their political agenda. That's my opinion. You can have your own opinion. But, not from a conspiracy point of view, but from an emergence point of view, from a point of view of what are people looking to do, what are platforms looking to do, what are companies looking to do, and what are governments looking to do. This makes complete sense. You turn on the news, lots of people watch the news still, I don't know why, it's, it's complete trash. Here's why it's trash, okay? So the news, the way they portray it is, sure, privacy, safety, right? Makes perfect sense. Let's all gather behind these two things that everyone agrees we should have, and let's just push that. Why did it do it? Because it's drama, it's drama. Oh, what did that billionaire Zuckerberg do now? Oh, the little billionaire is being naughty. He's being very naughty and he's affecting our privacy and safety. That's the media narrative. He's a bad guy. You can see people all over social media now talking shit about Mark Zuckerberg as if he's a bad guy. He's just created a platform. He just created a way for people to communicate and he's selling, you know, to make money. So the platform actually works. It's so much drama over basically nothing. What I recommend is forget the whole news thing. Don't watch it. It's just, it's just watching it. When I watch it with even a basic level, I think I have a basic level of understanding. I don't think I'm like master level of understanding over all this. When I watch the news, I immediately just go into this comatose state when I'm watching this and I'm just in, watching in disbelief and I hate it. I hate everything that they're talking about. They're all doing it for clicks. The purpose of news media, traditional one, is just clicks. How do we get more clicks? What can we write to get more clicks? And the rest, the truth, whatever, doesn't really matter. 
And by the way, in case someone's having to negotiate with Zuckerberg, good luck. The guy has access to all your data, right? He reads all your private messages with your mistresses. And if you're a politician, you're going to lose any argument with him because he's going to just drop a little thing like, oh, yeah, it's imagine someone just had a mistress whose name is Patty and she's a secretary and they used Patty to do certain legal activities involving drugs. Imagine Zuckerberg just drops that. I mean, it's all just Zuckerberg's imagination, right? He's just like, so imagine that would happen. We wouldn't want anyone to find out about that now, would we? Imagine Zuckerberg actually said that in front of a bunch of politicians, all those like 75 year old guys who are banging their secretaries. How would that feel? Yeah, good luck negotiating with Zuckerberg guys. He knows everything about you, right? So let's get back to what you actually care about you, right? So how does this matter to you? So you, you are probably scared. You've probably seen the news and you're wondering if Facebook is going to exist. Now, here's the thing, you and your business are not the same thing. There, there's a difference. Now, bear with me, I'm going somewhere. You as a person, you're flexible. Business, not so much. It's like a certain type of business that does a certain type of thing and has systems and everything, right? You have certain skills. These things no one can take away from you. You have energy and time, right? This is uh, questionable, you know, you kind of take away from, take it away. You can kind of take these away from people, but still you have these things, these are your assets. And no matter what happens to Facebook and no matter what happens to Facebook or any other platform, you still have your faculties, you still have your time, unless you're really, really old, no offense. So you have all of those things and you can always start over. You can always build something new. You can switch to a new platform. You can advertise somewhere else. You're going to be just fine. Don't worry about all the scaremongering. If the power, if the data has to be shifted somewhere else, if other companies pop up, it just means more opportunity. Real business owners don't care about this so much. It's like, okay, you fire your Facebook ads guy or agency, you hire a new one who does something else. You're gonna be just fine. The, the Facebook platform is just a way to advertise. It's just a way that we run our businesses now, but it doesn't have to be. Before that, people are still making money. It wasn't as efficient, it kind of sucks not to have ultra-targeting ads. So in the worst case scenario, if those go away, we'll be back to the 19, well, maybe not 1990s, but we'll be back to the 2000s where it was a lot less targeted. We'll figure out a way. We'll figure out a way to get people to sell their data or whatever. We'll figure out something. So don't worry about this. Entrepreneurs will always figure it out. Now, here's the interesting part. You can make money from all this, okay? So this is called a crisis. I don't know if this is the correct terminology, but I've been told it is. So it's called a crisis uh, opportunity, right? So the crisis opportunity is, let's say Facebook disappears or people spend less time on Facebook or you're not able to advertise as effectively on Facebook. What can you do? So all that ad money that goes to Facebook will have to go somewhere else, right? Where will it go? It doesn't matter, right? You can create this or you can, uh, spend or manage people's ads somewhere else if you're selling a service for example right or if you're running the business you can put your money somewhere else you can put your money in a different type of ads another another crisis opportunity is to join communities so uh what you want to do is you want to surround yourself with people who are whose livelihood depends on all of this here so you are around people and you say fuck Facebook ads doesn't work, or I can't run it anymore. There's like all these problems now with privacy, all these rules in Europe. What do I do? You talk to people who have this figured out, already been through this. It's nothing new. It's ha been happening for decades in, in, in other industries. It's quite 
normal to switch your strategy. It's quite normal that one thing stops working, you switch to something else. It's not a big deal. Now, if you're surrounded by people who are constantly making those types of decisions or have made those decisions in the past, it's going to be very easy. You just ask them, oh shit, what do I do now? All my traffic was coming from Facebook and now it doesn't anymore. Then the guy who's been doing it for 20 years or five years or you know a little bit longer than you essentially, he's going to say, relax, Here's alternative A, B, C, you know, Google ads, display ads, and so on. You just use those and, uh, or you just call people, you know, you fucking call people and you ask them if you can put a banner ad on their website. I hope it doesn't get to that. I hope we don't devolve back into the 1990s. But uh, if we do, I mean, there is business models where you can make tens of millions of dollars even in the 1990s. So it's fine. We'll survive. The point is surround yourself with people who are ahead of you and who are really, really smart, they'll figure it out and you'll help them figure it out. And we can all be a happy hive mind community of entrepreneurs. So again, trust your own faculties and surround yourself with people who can enhance your faculties. Very, very big. One of the biggest things I learned that has accelerated my business success. So in conclusion, yes, everything can collapse. Facebook can disappear. All these ads will stop working. They will one day. Marketers kill everything. Facebook will die. Everything will die eventually. But we can trust in our own faculties and we can figure it out as entrepreneurs. This is what we do. This is what we're here for, to clean up the mess that governments create and to make the world an actual better place. So what I teach a lot of people in Daily Business Hustle is to be ready for World War III. Yeah, you need to have money. Like if your business disappears tomorrow, you need to be able to survive for half a year or more. This is normal. You need to have a plan B. This is normal. You need to have employees that are replaceable and a way to replace them. This is normal. You need to have a business model that's not just relying on one platform or one system. This is normal. You need to be ready for war. You need to be ready and flexible and you need to keep improving your skills because if you don't, you're going to end up working for someone else. And that is the opposite of what we want as entrepreneurs, obviously. So that's pretty much it. If you have any questions or comments, let me know below. Message me on Facebook as well if you want. And uh, if you disagree with me, please let me know. I love, I love haters. Uh, haven't had a lot of haters lately. All right. This was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.